A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles. Welcome to the show. Yay. Ah, today, it's been a little bit of a last few weeks here on the life side for me and my family. And I have this whole list of topics and guests and positive messages to share with you all. And of course, practices and ideas that we can do to feel better. And personally, I tend to shy away from really sharing the day-to-day stuff of my life. I think about it sometimes. Why don't I share? Why do I share what I share? All of these kinds of things. And really, I feel like I'm just a product of my generation at the end of the day. (laughs) And uh, I started sharing things online before the word sharing was really the, the idea of how we communicate online. I used online back then, back in, you know, my early days of online, of early 2000s, I used online to teach something but essentially also share something that I know and love and continue to improve at sharing in person in the real life, and that's yoga. So when I suppose social media really became this all the time, instant sharing, this putting a a camera on yourself all day long and confessing the moment of the day and also how you feel about it and then showing up for the conversation that happens around it with friends and family and lots of strangers. It really didn't fit into what I was already doing and loving, which was sharing something, not sharing a personal reality show that no one had really contracted from me. <laughs> so so that's my personal reason of why I don't have my Instagram stories on every moment of the day or why I don't tweet every idea in my head and these kinds of things. And I know a lot of people do a lot of different things and this isn't really meant to be a judgment about 
anything or any any way that anyone really spends their time online and sharing. Although I would offer some suggestion perhaps on if you feel like your anxiety level is not where you would like it to be and you also have a robust <laughs> sharing online habit, it's an easy way to feel better for sure to reduce that online sharing habit and maybe keep your online sharing toward simple things that help you feel better too. And maybe we can create a bit more ease and peace and harmony in the world and have less strange need for validation for every moment. But with all that said, I was thinking about today's podcast and really just felt like sharing some things that have been going on recently here in our little world through the lens of how a yoga practice of ease and harmony and connection have helped me in a way, not deal. I think that's such a kind of put up with it kind of word, just deal with the circumstance, you know, deal with it, (laughs) but really move through things in a harmonious way. And knowing myself enough to kind of imagine how I would respond to these same circumstances if I didn't have a practice in my life, if I didn't have a community in my life, online community as well as in person. And hopefully that has a lot of overlap there as well. So we just got back from New York, which was an amazing trip. I really didn't know emotionally how much I needed that on a soul level. I'm so grateful to be here in Illinois with family. I'm so grateful to have our online Strala Yoga app to practice live with folks every day to catch up on feedback about the classes and catch up with how people in our community, how they are doing in a, just a digital way, which is fine. And also having the in-person community that I'm feeling excited to be a part of here at Barb's studio, Lotus Room Yoga. Hello, Barb. <laughs> if you're listening, you're so nice for listening to this podcast. And of course, family, which is the reason we're here in Southern Illinois. <laughs> So going to New York was so fun and so short, way too short. We made a lot of beautiful yoga videos with my friend Elgin, who I met years ago on a job for Cosmo magazines. Essentially, it became their YouTube channel. It was supposed to be something different, but I had maybe a little bit too boldly pronounced, this is going to be on YouTube in six months. And then, oh, no, no, we're going to keep it on our special website. And then, of course... YouTube, which is fine. (laughs) More people can watch it that way. That was in the day of the first big companies trying to do things in digital media. And I got lucky with that. I got to kind of come on and 
be offered a little bit of money to do some yoga videos and more exciting for me, meet new people. And on this project, I met so many beautiful people that worked for Cosmo magazine and have since gone on and done lots of other things and we're still in touch. But this is how I like to (laughs) kind of roll. I like to meet people and see what's going on, see how I can help or just contribute with easygoing movement for back pain, really. Most often I'm on the ground somewhere on the side with the craft service person (laughs) doing some yoga. And that's really what I love about getting together in a group for these kinds of gigs is seeing how I can specifically help with my knowledge and energy, not just for the gig and to get more exposure and to reach more people and to earn money and those things, which are nice, but really I'm happiest on the floor with whoever has back pain (laughs) or anxiety. That's me. So we did a lot of beautiful videos with my friend Elgin, who is a big time now director for CNN. And I'm really proud of him for just his whole career and his journey as well. And him catching on to this easygoing movement from first filming me for these videos and becoming friends and continuing to film Mike and I and our Strala crew, Strala gang, Strala folks, <laughs> people for our videos for the Strala Yoga app. So we've been doing this with him for years now. And it was a great excuse to come to New York. Let's make some videos. We do all these live classes now. The app is its own beautiful studio, global studio. So let's put some beautiful energy into it. Let's film different looking, interesting videos a few times a year. Let's keep that going. So yeah, it's a real thing that's happening. (laughs) Now I do these gigs for myself and for Strala and for our greater vision. And that has a lot of interesting feelings as well. I spent about 10 years, over 10 years, doing all these gigs for all kinds of different brands, all kinds of different ventures and things like that, and being part of other people's wheels that are turning around. And I love that too. I still love that too. But now we have our own wheel that's turning, which is kind of incredible. We've always had the Strala wheel, the studio, the trainings, the groups, the people, the community. That's always really felt like home for me, a coming home all the time. But this is a new phase again. So lots of thoughts, lots of feelings, lots of excitement. And for myself, it's easy for me to go really, really fast and do too much (laughs) and see too many friends and do too many things and climb too many trees. So I need to (sighs) take this time to sit on the floor in the bathroom hotel while Mike and Daisy are playing with dinosaurs (laughs) and just breathe and reflect on the gratitude that I have for being able to do all of this and also trying to tune into the navigation from my center. So essentially, I don't mess anything up. I really want to do my best to 
use my energy for good, to put the right resources into the Strala app, to make the right meaningful connections with people, not just to take us to the next level and go to the next place and do all of these things, but those things happen or they don't happen, really. But I've always been grateful for all of these gifts that have happened, being invited to beautiful conferences and collaborating with celebrities and more experienced people that want to pull me up in certain ways. These things have just happened to me, the, the ones that have had, you know, have had, you know, of course. I've had a lot of these experiences and continue to have these experiences, but really I know better than to go looking for them. I know to go seeking the soul inside that famous person that wants to do a video with me. I know to address that soul. I know to address that pain. I know to address that achy back (laughs) or tired eyes or whatever it is. And, And for me, that's really what I'm interested in. So being here in Illinois, I'm kind of winding myself around a long story. We came here, of course, to be around family and friends and all of this. And because we have a lot of fragile people here, my dad's mom, my grandmother, who just turned 90 a few weeks ago, she made it to 90. She passed away last night, actually. And we knew this was coming. She actually chose to go off dialysis. She's a longtime diabetic. And she had real big problems with her legs and her feet. They wanted to amputate her leg a couple weeks ago from the knee, from above the knee down. And she said, no way, Jose. I'm not going out like that. (laughs) So... I totally respect her for that decision. She didn't want to have this major surgery and not know how much longer she would have and then have the extreme pain to have to recover from this surgery and be so fragile with her state of being already. So she chose (sighs) no operation. And then a week later, she chose to go off her dialysis. And that was really the moment when I said, okay, let's go there. Let's go to her house every day. I want to be there every day, unless she doesn't want me there because, you know, this is a precious moment in her life as well. So I don't want to crowd her if she doesn't want to be crowded. So we started going every day. We picked her up and brought her over to my parents' house. We went down. We brought my parents down. We went down. We brought her all the meals that she loves from all the restaurants that she loves. We played shoots and ladders. We asked her if life was everything she thought it would be. Something funny she said was, I thought there would be flying cars by now. (laughs) I thought, you know, I have had had that thought as well. (laughs) I thought there'd be flying cars by now too. (sighs) And then I asked her to send me a sign, you know, She's not incredibly religious, I would say, but 
I just threw that one out there. I couldn't help myself. I said, if you can, send a sign. And she loves angels. She has all these light-up angels in her house. She's always made quilts, and she crocheted that wild rainbow sweater that I had on a few weeks ago. My mom found that in her basement. In sixth grade, I'd asked her to make this kind of beach cover-up that I saw on the cover of a magazine. And I thought this was the coolest thing. And she literally whipped it up in what felt like five minutes. And it's so cool. She could make anything. (laughs) So she passed away. And that happened. I told Daisy. And she said, what does it feel like when you die? I said, I don't know. That's a really good question. I said, what do you think it feels like? And she said, well, I think great grandma was happy to die, but I'm scared to die. I thought that was a pretty great answer. And it's true. Great grandma, my grandma, her great grandma was ready to die. She was 90. Her husband had passed away several years ago. She'd done a lot. (sighs) So it was really beautiful to sit with her those times and to see Mike sit with her as well, next to her, watching her, not the television, and just breathing together. (sighs) So that happened. And what I'm really grateful for is not panicking, not adding to somebody else's panic. I really do believe that my practice helped me with that moment, not make it about me because it's not about me. It's about somebody else. And if I can be calm and present and relaxed and open, guess what? That helps other folks around do the same thing. (sighs) Grandma used to cheat at cards and shoots and ladders too, by the way. (laughs) Daisy would call her out on that. I'm not sure if she knew she was cheating or she was just not entirely focused and trying to be nice with Daisy. She loved hanging out with Daisy. Everybody loves hanging out with Daisy. She's a little vibrant child. So that happened literally yesterday, and everybody's okay. (sighs) My mom kind of does pretty well in a crisis, which is an interesting personality. Also having a practice, being able to see her do well, see her have on her nicer sweater the day after grandma died, starting to focus a little bit more, be a little bit more alert, more kind, these kinds of things. It's interesting. Observing, (laughs) having a practice is a nice way to put yourself in experience mode without a panic and also be able to observe a little bit better than you might if you didn't have a practice 
the people in the world around you so you can respond accordingly. We came in today. I gave my dad a hug. He was fine. He was happy and he was in a good mood. He was walking around, vibrant, more full of energy than he usually is. I thought that was kind of cool. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Anyway, New York happened. We're getting excited about some new adventures, going back to New York, I think in May, probably going to a conference in California at the end of May, quick trips, and Berlin in June for Strala training. So that'll be wonderful and interesting and Heartbreaking, I'm sure, with the war going on in Ukraine and all of our German friends helping in so many ways, so many immediate ways that we can't really understand from being here and watching the news and donating or doing whatever we can as individuals. But seeing that from a different point of view as well will be interesting, I'm sure. But I just wanted to bring up all these little life things today because we share them. You know, people die in our lives. We go on trips. We do stuff. We think about our careers. We think about our families. We think about our own lives. We think about our own well-being. We reflect. We navigate. We try not to mess it up. (laughs) So... In a way, I simply wanted to share to share my humanness with you and offer a little bit of a reminder to keep your practice going. I was at the dentist today. Oh, got the whole left side done after morning yoga, squeezed it in, went over to the dentist and... (laughs) Couldn't really access my face for many hours. Now I'm okay filming this at night while Daisy and Mike are reading some books together before bed. So that's great. But something cool happened at the dentist as well. I didn't know that grandma had died yet, so that wasn't on my mind. I was actually telling my cousin about her who works at this dentist, which is the reason I go. (laughs) I drive an hour just to go to this particular dentist who's amazing. And side fun fact also happens to be cool, coolly enough. Is that a word? Coolly enough. I don't want to say strangely enough because it's not strange, but it's cool that it's an all-female dentist office. So cool. 
I asked Sarah one day, I said, you know, it's all chicks that work here. This is so rad. And she said, oh yeah, Dr. Trish did that on purpose. <laughs> Her husband helps out sometimes, but it's all women. She did that on purpose. I thought that's really, really cool. I like that. I wondered, you know, part of the reason it feels so welcoming there has something to do with the environment. So after I have this drilling done on the whole left side of my mouth, I come out and I'm paying. And the the woman who's at the desk says to me, you know, I know you're the yoga one. <laughs> and I didn't know if they knew anything about me besides I'm Sarah's cousin who comes here and strangely drives from an hour and used to, you know, be in New York more. And now she's here person. <laughs> so they found out I was this yoga person now. And Sarah had told them a little bit about me. And they all start telling me their problems, which is the holy grail of I'm so there for this. So one woman started telling me all about her back pain and and how she threw out her back, working in the yard, doing this squat. She even recreated the moment. I said, no, 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 don't recreate the moment. I don't want you to hurt yourself anymore. And then she said to me, do you have any yoga for people over 50? And I said, oh my gosh, everything we do is for everybody, of course. And by the way, 50 is not nothing. My goodness. You got a long way to go, hopefully, at 50. So what we did was we crawled down to the ground right there in the hallway of the dentist's office. And I had her do it with me. I said, you know, it doesn't work if I do it. Let's do it together. So we crawled down on all fours, rolled around a little bit side to side. We breathed. We took our time, even though we were in the hallway of the dentist's office, which could have been awkward, but just decided to make it normal. Even rolled down to my back and she did the same. I showed her this easy thing you can do. By the way, if you have back pain, this is great. Grab a hold of your knees while you're on your back. Let your legs fall away from you. So you have this nice release from the top of your head all the way down to your tailbone. Hanging there for a while, no rush, slow, steady movements. Hugging your knees into your chest, easy rock side to side. Crawling back onto all fours and rolling around there gently. So we did this for a while (laughs) with the whole left side of my face just numb. (laughs) And it was great. Best part of my day. And then another woman behind the desk said, well, I tried to do this 28-day yoga challenge and I didn't like it. It was so hard and I felt out of place. And I said, well, let's do this. (laughs) So we got up, we did some more energizing movements, things like that. So they're going to join the Strala Yoga group. So you'll see them in class or you'll read them in class in the chat box, things like that. So little moments of my day here and there. Again, I share because the through line is really the practice. I don't really like this idea of bragging about yourself online. (laughs) It's exhausting to watch someone else do it. You never know when it's coming. And we're all kind of, maybe not you, but we're all kind of guilty of just sharing something because we feel like we should. 
oh, I'm at a cool hotel right now. Let me take a picture. <laughs> a lot of my cool hotel experiences were for work for W Hotels. So that felt like a little bit of a different part of my life for sure. Also, it was a different part of the internet for sure. There was no instant story every day. If you wanted to share something, it was still in this package of I'm going to do something and then I'm going to put it on the internet and then I'm going to go away. (laughs) Maybe people like it, maybe people don't, but then I'm going to go away. There isn't this all day-ness about it. There was no filters besides hipstamatic and we just made everything look green because we thought that was kind of (laughs) cool. So my, my real takeaway here is, is practice because life happens. It's all over the place. You never know what's going to happen. And it's going to be a million different things in one day for everybody. Everybody's so busy doing totally different things that are all equally important. We're all literally creating the universe with our actions. (laughs) That's a real thing. Your actions create what happens. Your thoughts create, your actions create what happens. And your practice can literally steer the whole ship of you and everything you do and everything around you. So have a practice. Do it, do it, do it. Yes, it will get you fit. Yes, it will get you strong. Yes, you will get a great body. (laughs) That's going to happen because you have a great body. If you have a body that works, it's wonderful. If you practice in a way that's full of ease, full of good movement, your body will support you better. And hopefully the messages that trip you up about what your body should look like, what your body shouldn't look like. These kinds of things will start to become quiet. (laughs) And then they go away. And then when you see them pop up in advertising, they can still kind of go away. They won't penetrate you in the same way that maybe they used to. So do your practice for your peace, do your practice for those you love, do your practice for the world around you that's a bit more abstract, do your practice for you so you feel better, so you can react well to the million different things that are going to happen today. Oh, one more little silly thing that happened on the way to New York. Our flight was leaving at 10 a.m. or so. So we got to the airport early, of course. That's how we roll. That's how Mike rolls. Mike would love to get to the airport five hours early. (laughs) So we split the difference a little bit. And it was one of those flights that got delayed by an hour for many, many hours. And people are starting to get really upset. It was also St. Patrick's Day. So you had the folks that were drinking in reaction and the folks that were really getting angry because they wanted to go to New York to see their Broadway show or their 
hockey game, I think it was, with somebody, things like that. There was a young girl in her 20s. She just wanted to go see her friend in New York so she could party for the weekend. She was getting frustrated. These kinds of things. Daisy found a playground at the airport, which is cool, one of these indoor playgrounds, so she was totally fine. We get in the plane eventually in the late afternoon. It was supposed to be morning. And we waited again another hour in the plane. I think they just wanted to get us in the plane to, you know, pacify us a little bit. Then we, we go up in the air. We fly all the way to New York. It's only a two-hour flight. Fly to New York. And the announcement was, okay, everybody, we've got 40 minutes of fuel. We're going to circle around. It's super foggy in LaGuardia. This is the reason why we can't land. We might have to land in Philly. <laughs> I thought, whoa, we're going to Philly? Oh, my gosh. So they have in-flight Wi-Fi, you know, that you can pay for a little bit. So I tell Mike, you know, get... See if you can get a rental car or something. We'll drive to Philly. So he does that. And it's all set by the time we land in Philly. But we were fine. We were exhausted. Of course, Daisy was totally confused why it took so long to get to New York. (laughs) But she was so good on the plane. Everybody was so thanking her for being so good and so nice. And she took a little nap and she woke up, looked at the window, that kind of a thing. And we just kind of hung out. But people were exchanging their anxiety medication and chopping up pills and distributing them. I thought, well, wow, people are having really bad reactions. And it's understandable. People want to get places. But you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. But isn't it hard to have a good reaction to something that you don't want to happen if you don't have a practice. If you don't have a practice, it might be impossible. And if you have a practice, it's the easiest thing in the world because it's a gift. If you're thinking about anything, you might be thinking, well, thank God we didn't land in New York. I wasn't supposed to be in New York right now. I was supposed to be in Philly. There must be something waiting for me in Philly. There must be a person I'm going to talk to that is going to be a reason for that. There must be some reason why I shouldn't be at the hotel until midnight. These are the thoughts that may or may not (laughs) happen. Or thank God I'm safe. Thank God this flight is safe. Or thank God I had some more time on the plane to reflect and think about my life. So we, we did land in Philly, which was hilarious. Thankfully, we didn't check a bag. Never check a bag. It's <laughs> my other advice in this episode. Do your practice and never check a bag unless you really have to. <sighs> we get there. We go to the rental car place. And the woman is amazing there. She's kind of like the oracle in the matrix. And she says, wow, you guys are so calm. <laughs> is hilarious. And she says, what do you all do for work? You know, she's making small talk. And Mike says, well, she's the boss over there. She does the yoga and she lets me do some Tai Chi. (laughs) That's Mike's little, you know, lying about us to strangers. And she says, oh my gosh, I would love to do yoga and Tai Chi with you. So what do we do with the woman at the rental car place? 
we do five little minute yoga routine and Tai Chi routine and Daisy joins in. <laughs> so maybe that was the reason or maybe not. But when you have a practice, everything changes. Everything changes. It's so important. <sighs> All right, let's go to some voicemails because this is a different kind of episode for me for sure. And let me know what you think. <laughs> but I really just had this on my heart and on my mind a little bit about sharing some of the things that have been going on here and really how having a practice of ease has changed everything. All right, let's hear. Hi, Tara. My name is Jennifer, and I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am an educator in elementary and middle school. And I just wanted to say that I really enjoy your podcast. Um, I've been doing yoga with you for quite a while and just following your progress. And you've made a huge impact in me, which has also impacted my students. So thank you so much for all that you do. And you have helped to keep me grounded and sane in the midst of chaos. That is the day of teaching. I wouldn't change any of it. I love every moment of it, even the chaotic ones. But thank you so much and keep sharing. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so that's some encouragement to keep sharing. I love that. Thank you so much. <sighs> How good is it to know that what you do helps other people. And you're a teacher. You really help other people. I just do some yoga. <laughs> Teachers, wow. Thank you so much for everything that you do and everyone that you help and how that ripples out into the world. That ripple effect is so incredible. Like the reading rainbow. <laughs> I'm obsessed with rainbows for so many reasons, but how they keep going and going and going and going and going, and they really don't have an end. To me, that's the ripple effect of practice. And I can imagine is the ripple effect of teaching students, having such a prime space in the hearts and minds of young people. How wonderful. We all remember our favorite teachers. <laughs> Actually, one favorite teacher of mine, Ms. Zima, became a yoga teacher. So there you go. And that was still rare when she became a yoga teacher as well. But I loved her. I, I loved learning. And I got kind of moved up a little bit in first grade. I would go over to second grade reading and math, and then they would shuffle me back because... My mom didn't want to move me up a grade, but I was one of these kind of eager students. I don't think I'm necessarily super gifted or anything. I just wanted to learn the things. <laughs> I had to learn the things. So they wanted to move me up and, and another kid, Nick Josephic. Hello, Nick Josephic, if you're listening. And our parents are, were good friends and they decided to just keep us with our age group, which is probably the right thing to do. I didn't want to be with older kids anyway. I wouldn't have known what to do or say. A whole year older is a big deal. So Ms. Zima would sit me down 
during times when the kids were doing other things, whether it was recess or breaks or whatever. And she would do kind of bonus flashcards with me with math and reading and things like that. And I really appreciate that. (laughs) A lot of people didn't like her. A lot of the kids didn't like her because she was strict in a way, I suppose. But I kind of thrive in that structure. I don't thrive in meanness. I don't remember her being mean. And I do remember lots of other teachers being mean. I wanted to write a book that I never wrote. Maybe I will someday if it has an audience called Surviving Catholic Grade School. (laughs) And there were a lot of survival moments. I had to confirm with my friend Ryan, who had a lot of not so nice things happen to her from teachers that I remember. And I saw her a few years ago when my high school gave me this little award and I got to go and give a speech that I was super nervous about. And, you know, you know me, if I'm going to go do something, I need to work a yoga class in there somewhere. (laughs) So I asked the school if I could lead a, a free yoga class for anybody in the community that wanted to come in the gym, you know, simple. And my friend Ryan came and I said, did this happen? Yes. Did this happen? Yes. Did this happen? Okay. I I didn't make this up in my mind. Yeah. All those things happened. (sighs) So maybe it is a book. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. My original idea for it was because so many things happened to me and so many things happened to the kids around me that I witnessed that it would be an essay collection. And I remember getting to high school and writing down the names of the kids that were my friends that I remember witnessing stories of bad things that happened to them in that environment and just never did it, but we'll see. Sharing stories is a good idea. (sighs) Maybe I'll share some of them here next time. (laughs) Would you all want to hear some surviving Catholic grade school stories? I've shared a few already, the four-legged turkey story for sure. (laughs) Kindergarten. All right. So let's do a nice meditation and then I'll let you on your way until next time. So find an easy place to put yourself. Let your body roll around a little bit here, side to side. Easy forward and back. And simply notice how you feel. Watch your breath move through you. Watch your breath literally move you. Bring your hands to your belly. Relax your whole self. Watch your inhales fill you up, expand you. Create space in your exhales. Soften, release, roll you around a bit. Three together, big inhale. Long exhale. Twice more. Big inhale. 
long exhale. Once more, big inhale. Long exhale. Notice how you feel. You're ready, gently open your eyes. Yourself move a bit here from your middle. See what you notice. Notice yourself. Notice what's around you. I hope you feel better. <sighs> Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. You can practice yoga and tai chi and dance sometimes with us. <laughs> Anytime on the Strala Yoga app. You can go to the Strala Yoga app and any place you get your apps and all the fancy things. You can go to stralahome.com. That's the web URL for that. And reach out if you'd like to join and there's anything in your way. We're happy to help. Happy to help you feel better. And if I see you, let's crawl down to the ground, roll around a little bit, <laughs> breathe, and feel better. So big hugs. Thanks for being here. And see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.